<laughs> All right, it's June 26, 2021. This is the Odd Zone. Uh, I'm JD Kiker. I'm joined by my co-host, the legend known as Danny. And today we're going to be going through the uh, congressional, what the hell is this, preliminary assessment of unidentified aerial phenomena, also known as the UFO report. And if you haven't read it yet, I'm going to go ahead and summarize it now. It's basically a lot of, I don't know. And it doesn't disclose a whole lot. We see nothing. We hear nothing. We want nothing here. (laughs) It is a whole lot of nothing. But we're going to go through it piece by piece and comment on it and just yeah it's gonna be that so welcome to the odd zone and let's get into it um yeah so the report came out yesterday and you and i both have done a, a quick look at it and like we said how'd you say it again i know nothing we know nothing we see nothing we hear nothing viva never here <laughs> yeah Portrayal of By this the thing. way, we need more funding. Yeah, uh, if you could uh, give us some more money, we'll go look into this. We'll do a committee. We'll put all kinds of people on it, and then when we're done, uh, we'll tell you we still don't know anything. That's... Yeah, we must create the self-licking ice cream cone. <laughs> Absolutely true. Yeah, I mean, when I was going through it, like really, what stood out was it like a big grift. Like, we, we want more of your money, so what we're going to say is there's something out there, we don't know what it is, and because we can't identify it, we can't tell you when we have uh, achieved the goal of either stopping them, tracking them, or whatever, so it just becomes this chasing of a ghost that you can fund forever. They wanted to ask for more money, but it, it's not like they could report the findings anyway if it was Russia or China, because that would be classified. Yeah, it's true. But, like, don't they have a thing now where, um, I think I had it somewhere near that originally it was just the Navy was able to report it now. Like, this is relatively new, like 2019. But the other branches of the military are now getting to where they can report it. But you're saying, like, even if, let's just say some soldier out there reported it and it went up the chain of command, went into this new thing that they're putting together, the UAP uh, task force, if it did turn out to be Russia or China it might not come out to the public right away? Like, it might stay within, like, the Pentagon or, or whatever? Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. It go, it go either to, to the CIA, to their analyst. Mm-hmm. And then it get filtered through the DOD. Then we try to develop some kind of damn counter. And then there'd be a, either a damn black project or they come up with some kind of New friggin' weapons program or whatever that cost $500 billion and then get canceled. And the money probably wouldn't go to the project in the first place. Yeah, it'd be friggin' uh, somebody's vacation home. Money. It'd be somebody's friggin' it'd be friggin' money laundering. Yeah. Like every, damn near everything else is. Look at the F 35, that uh, single engine stealth fighter or whatever that's used by the net. Freaking Navy and the Air Force yeah. and the Marine Corps. Okay. There's freaking uh, part suppliers in like 45 states. Really? Yeah. So it's just one big freaking job program. 
Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I'm looking at it now the Lockheed Martin F-35 uh, Lightning II. Um, first flight was 14 years ago, and the newest one was this year in April, April 1st. Or something That's like that. Joke. Do what? It just sounds like a joke from date. Kind of. Oh yeah, <laughs> April Fools. We didn't really build it. <laughs> Thanks for the vacation home. Birds aren't real. <laughs> yeah. What was that? Who, who was throwing that one around? The birds aren't real thing. Uh, it's a bunch of damn uh, people making fun of Q. Oh, okay. So they're, coming up with their own fakeness. Yeah. They were making a joke that birds weren't real. They were government drones. And the damn uh, bird poop was a freaking tracking device. That's hilarious. You know, out in the parking lot out there where we work, there have actually been like two or three dead birds here lately. Like pretty good-sized birds, too. Not the crows that are out there. They're uh, like the pigeons and different stuff. So according to that theory, like drones have been shot down. There's a technical failure. <laughs> Blackbird down. <laughs> the Al fighter craft got yes. another kill. Yes. It's a UAP. It's an unidentified aerial pigeon. <laughs> That's great. All right. Let's 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 start digging into this thing. So yesterday on the 25th, which was Friday, from the office of the Director of National Intelligence, if we do have such a thing, the preliminary assessment of unidentified aerial phenomena, which is, this is something I think we should start off with. They're changing what this is called right off the top, um, which they've been doing this for a few years. They have been shifting slowly from UFO to unidentified aerial phenomena, or, or UAP. That way, kind of get it away from like the, ooh, and make it more, you know, it could be a drone, could be a bird, could be this, could be that. Does that sound about right to you? Yeah, they're trying to make it more mainstream and presentable and less uh, friggin' crazy. Take the woo-woo out of it? Yeah. So, I love, I love all through this report, unclassified. We've unclassified no information whatsoever. All right. So, we're going to dig through this thing. Scope and assumptions. Um, I'll try to power through this because there's a lot here. Preliminary report is provided by the Office of Director of National Intelligence, ODNI. I swear to God, there's so many abbreviations in this. In response to provision of Senate... That's all by acronyms. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just like an alphabet soup uh, for Senate Report 116-233 accompanying the Intelligence Authorization Act, another IAA, for fiscal year 2021, blah, blah, blah. And it just basically goes through and says, um, to assess the posed unidentified aerial phenomena, UAP threat and the progress of the Department of Defense Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force called UAPTF. So for all the people in the back not paying attention, these are the new cool kids on the block who are supposed to investigate all of this stuff is the UAPTF or Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force. Um, the men in black got rebranded. <laughs> now we can't deny they're out there. Um, provides an overview for policymakers. Corporate had to downsize. Yeah, yeah. They had to rebrand. They couldn't get Will Smith. Um, let's see. They're providing a means to develop relevant processes, policies, technologies, and training for the U.S. military and other U.S. government, USG personnel, if and when they encounter a UAP, so as to enhance the intelligence community, IC, ability to understand the threat. 
it, which goes back to what you just said. You know, it's like, hey, we're going to need a lot of money for training and stuff, so pay up. Uh, the director of the UAPTF is the one accountable official for ensuring the timely collection and consolidation of data. Let's stop right there for a second. Imagine how much it's got to suck to be that guy or woman, the director. Um, or it could be great. I don't know which one. Like, at one hand, I'm thinking, like, if you're you're the director and these people are actually serious about it, you got to be the one to go before Congress and go, all right, check this out. <laughs> Here's what we found, and it ain't much. Or if everybody knows it's a grift, it's like, dude, just sit back in the office, play, like, some retro Tetris, and uh, just stay outside out of mind. If anybody asks you any questions, just say you can't answer, right? Which one do you think it is? Gonna- I think somebody... Some friggin' uh, family member of a donor is gonna get a job somewhere. That they'll just collect a paycheck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, I, Hunter Biden needs a new job, <laughs> so he'll he'll be in there smoking crack in the office. Like I saw something. I saw something out of the, out of the window here. It was moving. It's like, dude, it was a bird. No, birds aren't real. See how I brought that back around. <laughs> Uh, so the ODNI prepared this report for congressional blah, blah, blah. Okay, so assumptions. Various forms of sensors that register UAP generally operate correctly and capture enough real data to allow initial assessments. But some UAP may be attributable to sensor anomalies. So their assumption is our sensors work, but sometimes our sensors don't work. Executive summary. The limited amount of high-quality reporting on... UAPs hampers our ability to draw firm conclusions about the nature or intent of the UAP. So we can't do a good report here because everybody sucks at telling us what they saw. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. But like you were saying too, even if they did report it, it doesn't get put out necessarily. And they didn't even have a good system set up until 2019. And before that, they were telling them, don't say it. Don't report it. So there's a whole lot of like, yeah, we can't tell you what you want to hear because everybody was doing what they were told to do. We know nothing. We see nothing. We hear nothing. We will never hear. We follow the rules. Your rules say do not tell you. So now we cannot tell you. Hmm? Oh. Well, this right here says most of the UAP reported probably do represent a physical or represent physical objects, given that a majority of UAP were registered across multiple sensors to include radar, infrared electro-optical weapon seekers and visual observation. So that that would take it past the point of just being a uh, kind of like a drone recording something onto an SD card that you're going to put on your computer later. I mean, that, oh well, I'm assuming. Hell, I don't know. I don't work for these people. <laughs> um, I got to imagine they're recorded in different different formats and on different devices. So I don't, I don't know. Well, it could have been a group of damn birds because damn birds going to show up on radar at close range. It actually said it mentions birds like lower down. I think they call it uh, aerial. Oh crap! Was I, we'll get to it, but they mentioned birds later in the report, and what they basically said was, on one hand, birds will show up on radar, but they're inconsistent. So they show up on radar, then disappear, and then all of a sudden they're so many miles you know further down. So it's like they blipped and then popped back in somewhere else. So that makes yeah. it look like it, you know, teleported or something. Um, all right. In a limited number of incidents, UAP reportedly appeared to exhibit unusual flight characteristics, like we just said. Um, these observations could be a result of sensor errors, spoofing, or observer mis, uh, misperception. Okay. I just learned to read and require additional rigorous analysis. That spoofing thing. 
I just heard about that for the first time the other day. Have you heard of that? Uh, depends on what they mean by spoofing. I mean, you've got active spoofing, which could be friggin' what they use to confuse missiles like flares or chaff, which is uh, friggin' aluminum ball or metal savings or whatever to confuse radar. Yeah, I think I heard something like that, and um, it was like the way it was described in terms of like the UAP thing. <clears throat> excuse me, is you got the, your radar or whatever, and you're you think you're tracking something, but it's not actually there. They're saying that there could be like on these ones where it's just on the radar, so like there's no um, was that FLIR? I think that's what they call that, the Ford something camera. Um, Ford, Ford looking infrared. Thank you. Thermal. Flare, yeah, that's it. Um, thermal vision. But if like you know, it's just like radar or something. Um, but they don't have an actual visual. Sometimes it could appear like there's a physical object in front of them, but it is not actually there. It, it creates like a, a false echo, I guess you'd say. Um, there are multiple types of UAP requiring different explanations based on the range of appearances and behaviors. Described in the available reporting, our analysis of the data supports the construct that if and when individual UAP incidents are resolved, they will fall into one of five potential categories. Here we go. Airborne clutter. That was what they were talking about with the birds. Airborne clutter, trash flying up through the air, like anything, you know, stuff like that. Uh, natural atmospheric phenomena is the second. USG, U.S. government, or U.S. industry development programs foreign adversary systems and a catch-all other men or you know quote unquote we don't know <laughs> uap clearly pose a safety of flight issue it may pose a challenge to national security <clears throat> uh safety concerns primarily centers on aviators contending with increasingly cluttered air domain which you know with just drones that people are flying around making movies with now I gotta imagine a lot of these UAP reports, not the ones like the that's flying along with the fighter jets, but a lot of the stuff that people are reporting now probably have something to do with those drones flying around up there, catching reflections and uh, seeming to float in the air for a long time without making any noise and all that stuff. Well, uh, people are supposed to register with the FAA now if they do if they fly drones or whatever, but do they actually do it? They're though? so friggin' ubiquitous right now that. You can't ever tell who does and who doesn't. Yeah, I mean, is there anybody that's actively going out and checking? I mean, how would you know if somebody didn't do it? Unless maybe, you know, an ac unless an accident happens or, or, you know, a cop comes up and goes, hey, let me see your license or whatever. Consistent consolidation of reports from across the federal government, standardized reporting, increased collections and analysis, and a streamlined process for screening all such reports – I guess a broad range of relevant U.S. government data will allow for a more sophisticated analysis. <laughs> that reminds me of the whole uh, Department of Homeland Defense argument after September 11th, where they were like, okay, here's what we actually need to do. We actually all need to work together and share information, which never worked. Or if it did, it didn't work the way that they proposed it anyway. That was my understanding of it. Like, did Homeland Security actually make things more efficient from what you've read, or is that was that just another one of those attempts to look good on paper? To be determined. <laughs> Twenty something years later. It's like they do, they do something called parallel construction. Parallel construction. Okay, what is that? 
basically the if the feds have data they send it to the state if the state has data they send it to the feds and you know there's two different levels of charges they can send you on you know yeah and that kind of reminds me of the uh the finders report that came out remember i told you like the actual information was short but the report was you know huge what was like 600 pages or something and what it really came down to was okay this department did this report they send the report to these people over here they make a copy and then they reiterate in their own summary what the other one said then they send it to another one and they do the same thing so you end up with like all these different summaries basically saying the same thing told by different departments in different places and so it looks like this big comprehensive report when basically they're all just saying the same stuff which wasn't a whole lot that well, the whole sense. thing is, freaking Homeland Security was built to, you know, defend against terrorists. Mm-hmm. They use their parallel construction against freaking money laundering operations, just freaking domestic white collar crime. So it was supposed to be for one thing and ended up being used for another. Yeah, the people that were telling us before we enacted the Patriot Act about the whole slippery slope thing, right? They were right. <laughs> yeah, because wasn't part of that the. Um they were spying on our phone calls and getting... Yeah, and the people that were in favor of the Patriot were telling us we were crazy. Everybody knew they were spying on shit. Yeah, I mean, when you hand somebody the tools to look where they want to look, they're going to look. You know, I mean, and it's government. It's run by people. These, these are not, uh, <laughs> I don't know, clerics from some other realm that don't think the way that regular humans do. It's just regular people. You give human beings the power to spy without any kind of uh, restraint, they're going to look every freaking where. Okay. Um, Available reporting largely inconclusive. And this is the line that really could just summarize the whole entire thing. Uh, Limited data leaves most UAP unexplained. And the rest of this report just reiterates that limited data inconsistency in reporting are key challenge to evaluating uh, evaluating UAPs. No standardized reporting mechanism existed until the Navy established one in March of 2019. The Air Force uh, later adopted the mechanism in November of 2020, but it remains limited to U.S. government reporting. Um, the U the UAPTF regularly heard anecdotal anecdotally during his research about other observations that occurred, but which were captured in formal and informal reporting, so they didn't add it to the report. Let's see, 144 reports originated from U.S. government sources. Of these, 80 reports involved observations with multiple sensors. Most reports described UAP as objects that interrupted pre-planned training or other military activity. And, uh, the video you sent me the other day, and it, it's come up in a couple of things I've read since, is that most of the time that these UAPs are being shown, or, or, or witnessed rather, it's where the military is training. There's places where you know new tech would be flying around, whether the people on the ground or on the ship would know it was there or not. Um, and they actually do mention later in this report that there could be a bias to this, though. The flip side of the argument could be um, the reason it looks like maybe they've witnessed some kind of test flight is because these ships have the multiple sensors and they're all out there 
doing their military maneuvers. And because it's all being filtered through the systems they have, it looks like they're witnessing a test, but actually it could be something else that was happening in conjunction. Um, the angle about uh, being here, uh, like military testing exercises and everything, pretty mm-hmm. much sounds like it's freaking China or Russia. Like they're spying on what they're doing? Yeah. Have you noticed these things never attack? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's probably freaking... Uh, Recon drones or whatever. That in that case, yeah, them little quadcopters or whatever with freaking uh, video cameras on them, mm-hmm. just recording it, sending it back to the homeland. Could be. I mean, satellite technology being what it is, it wouldn't even have to fly. You know, it could, it could crash into the water and sink itself after the data sent. You know, dive teams don't go find it. It's just, it's lost. But the information got sent. Um, I mean, hell, they, they just go to the damn uh, gas station get, what, a cheap quadcopter or whatever. I mean, as long as they were near the thing, like, if it happened, <clears throat> well, they'd need a long-range one for... Right. It depends on how far from the shore it was. Well, you also have to uh, take into account the wind. <clears throat> these uh the cheap quadcopters they they're not really good with uh high winds and in the wind coming off of the the ocean toward the land is usually whipping pretty good so you would probably need a more you know sturdy wind but then again the way these things are moving sometimes quadcopters can't you know or drones can't move like that but then again like there was that one just the other day uh, where they were talking about the Navy was out there, and it was like for a good couple of hours, these things were flying around. The one they were talking about that flew around and went in the water later? Yeah. No, those could be, because they, they weren't doing any kind of like really odd maneuvers. They just stuck with them for a long time. Stayed out far enough off that you know they, they couldn't say that they were attacking. So that could be. That definitely could be, uh, you know, Soviets. That or, or, that or Skynet has become sentient. <laughs> I've always wondered that too. Like, what if what if it's not China or Russia, but what if it's domestic? What if it's um, what if it's friggin' uh, what's his name from Amazon? Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> what if he actually is a Bond villain? Yeah, I mean, he's building a like a, a castle on the side of a mountain or something. Uh, they're he's t- trying to friggin' go up against Musk. Good space program. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. He, matter of fact, he's supposed to be going into space um, sometime this year, I think. The plan for you is to die, Mister Bond. <laughs> He'll get up there, and we're going to realize that Bezos have been building a uh, a base on the moon. <laughs> he's not just taking a trip; he's going. <laughs> he's going to the home base. <laughs> I want one million dollars, uh, Mister Bezos. You have that in your pocket. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. What do we What do we want? Three trillion? Three tri- okay, we want three trillion dollars and a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, let's get to the interesting part. It says, some potential patterns do emerge. Uh, it says, although there was wide variability in the reports, and the data set is currently too limited to allow for detailed trend or pattern analysis, there was some clustering of UAP... <laughs> I just went to clusterfuck when I heard that. 
(laughs) There's some clustering of UAP observations regarding shape, size, and particularly propulsion. So the girth and the length, there was some clustering of girth and length to these things. UAP sightings also tended to cluster around U.S. training and testing grounds, which you've already said, but we assess that this may result from a collection bias as a result of focused attention, greater numbers of late, uh, latest generation sensors operating in those areas, unit expectations, and guidance to report anomalies. So, because there's more of you looking with better equipment, maybe it just looks like they're over, you know, they're focused on your training area. And because nobody's looking over here on the left, where it's not a training area, you didn't realize they were looking over there too. Which, okay. Slide of hand. There's, there's an argument to be made there. You guys were looking over here, so it looks like they're, they're focused here. But if you've been looking over the mountain over there, um, where they were filming a porn out in the open, you'd realize that the, the UAP was, was hovering over the top of that watching for a while. It's possible, right? Yeah. You're not listening at all, are you? Yeah, I'm listening. What'd I say? Uh... <laughs> Whether or not it was possible. <laughs> that was the last thing I said. <laughs> like, what about, uh, I don't, you said you use words. <laughs> okay. Just summarize the last part. I kind of went off in the left field. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I heard it in your voice. Like, yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. Um, a handful of UAP appear to demonstrate advanced technology. And here's the part like everybody thought was going to be the big disclosure. And it's like the biggest letdown. It says, in 18 incidents described in 21 reports, observers reported unusual UAP movement patterns and flight characteristics. Some UAP appeared to remain stationary in winds aloft, moving against the wind, uh, maneuver abruptly or move at considerable speed without discernible means of propulsion, which that's interesting. In a small number of cases, military aircraft systems uh, processed radio frequency energy associated with the UAP sightings. Now, remember the conversation we were having the other day about the uh, radio, radio-controlled drones and stuff going all the way back to like 1915 in Germany? Yeah. And here they are talking about in this report that military aircraft systems processed radio frequency, RF energy, associated with some of these UAP sightings. So, in other words, they're freaking radio controlled. Better be just picking up radio waves from them. <laughs> like to listen to the radio? Well, they're making community. They're doing communications. Yeah. It might be a damn. Okay. Might be a damn communication pod or something. I don't know. <laughs> about like the report. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. It could be anything, which kind of makes it, you know. There's probably going to be so many stories written off of this. Like, there's so much you don't know, you can just add your own. This this whole thing right here where they're talking about it flying against the wind. Drones don't do that very well. <laughs> they, they tend to get knocked about uh, when the wind's pretty considerable. And like we were talking about, especially when it's over the ocean, the wind is, you know, very considerable. Without discernible means of propulsion, in that video, that guy, the one you sent me, the way they were describing those things, it's like there's no rocketry to them. It doesn't seem to be any any actual propulsion. It seems like they're 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 maneuvering off something else. And this is the greatest get out of jail free card ever. 
The UAP documented in this limited data set demonstrate an array of aerial behaviors reinforcing the possibility there are multiple types of UAP requiring different explanations. So there is no end game here. <laughs> you know, uh, we're, we're, we're not just chasing one ghost, we're chasing multiple ghosts. And give us more money. Our analysis of the data supports the construct that if and when individual UAP incidents are resolved, they will fall into one of the five categories that were mentioned above. The airborne clutter, natural atmospheric phenomena, USG, U.S. government or industry development programs, foreign adversary or the catch-all, we don't know. With the exception of one instance where we determined with high confidence that the reported UAP was airborne clutter, um, specifically a deflating balloon, we currently lack sufficient information in our data set to attribute incidents to specific explanations. So out of everything they looked at, the only one they said they can actually just completely say we know what it is was a deflating balloon. Yeah, it was a weather balloon. Kind of gotta love the freaking history. History, see, with that whole thing. Yeah, that thing know? just keeps coming back around, doesn't it? It's the exact same weather balloon from Roswell. <laughs> so that's it. Friggin- we just need to put the damn swamp gas in there. That that's what the the weather balloon flies on swamp gas from Venus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's how they define these these categories: airborne clutter includes birds, balloons, recreational unmanned aerial vehicles or UAVs. So that would be the the drones we were talking about, or airborne debris like plastic bags that muddle a scene and affect an operator's ability to identify true targets, which that's true. Um, natural atmospheric phenomena is the second one, which would be ice crystals, moisture, thermal fluctuations that may register on some infrared uh, and radar systems, USG, U.S. government, or industry development programs. Uh, so attributable to these development of these programs by U.S. entities. Uh, we were unable to confirm, however, that these systems accounted for any of the UAP reports we collected. So they're automatically just discounting like this is our stuff. We didn't build these. This is not our technology. Nothing to see here, folks. tell you whether it was or not anyway. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's the building on fire and staying in front of it going, nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here. We don't. I mean, yeah. I don't know what people expected from this. You think they were gonna friggin' bring their damn black projects uh, into the light of day? Right. They're secret for a damn reason. Right. And they've spent billions, if not trillions, to keep it that way. And then the last thing is foreign adversary systems. Well, almost last. Some UAP may be technologies developed by uh, developed by China, Russia, or another nation or non-governmental entity. No. They don't Dr. just... Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil. Yeah, it's Dr. Evil who's done this. They don't come right Bezos. out. Oh, go ahead. Bezos. Be- Bezos, yeah. It's the, the Amazon UAP. Uh, uh, unidentified well, Amazon you know they were phenomenon. doing the whole freaking drone delivery thing. Oh, hell, I forgot about that. Yeah, because it was like out of the ba- back of like this huge dirigible. Yeah. Yeah. Just think how cluttered airspace would be with all that shit. Okay, we had a little technical difficulty there, but we're back. <laughs> and uh, we're going back to this report, so here we are. Um, the last category here is other, which is, although most of the UAP described in our data set probably remain unidentified due to 
limited data or challenges to collecting the data. We may require additional scientific knowledge, give us more money, to successfully collect on and analyze and characterize them. We would group such objects in a category pending scientific advances to allow us to better understand them. So the UAPTF intends to focus additional analysis on the small number of cases where a UAP appeared to display unusual flight characteristics or signature management. You know, at this point, I don't feel we're being invaded by friggin' aliens. I think we're being assaulted by friggin' government acronyms. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is a, uh invasion of, of alphabet soup. We're drowning in it. <laughs> we so, need more money to come up with bullshit to tell you. Yeah, yeah. We need a committee... We got we got this new thing now. It used to be called um, ATIP, and now it's called the UAPTF. What the hell was that? <laughs> was that a chicken? <laughs> what um? What what are you? More freaking government acronyms, folks. Chicken is not government. No, no, you were not skipping past that. What the hell was that sound? <laughs> What what are you what are you doing to the chicken there, Danny? <laughs> that was me laughing. That was That's your damn. That was your laugh. That was not your laugh. That was a chicken. <laughs> oh my god, that was you laughing. <laughs> it just it reminded me of the story we had on that that odd news. The guy who had the uh, the supermarket chicken as as one of his lovers. Remember? We're having technical difficulties, folks. Three. Two, one. Danny sounds like a chicken when he laughs. All right, so. <laughs> so, all right, that's that's the report. That's all we know. There's there's really nothing. So, for anybody out there who are super pumped about the idea that there's about to be this huge disclosure, you should know better by now. There is not going to be huge, like, put all the cards on the table disclosure coming from the government. Ever. And if they do, you better question it because more than likely what they're telling you is there is not what's there. And there's, you know, a story behind it and look at the right hand. Don't look at the left kind of deal. The only way you're going to get UFOs as far as an official report is if you they frigging land in a city and they have to report on it. Otherwise, no. Use your damn common sense. Agreed. Agreed, and it's kind of like the old line from the X-Files, you know, I want to believe, but I, I know better, you know. Um, I think that I don't know is what scares people. I don't think they're really good with it. We do it all the time. We don't know anything. <laughs> we were never here. Yeah, we were never here. We're birds. We're not real. All right. This is the Odd Zone. I'm J.D. Kiker with my co-host, Danny. Uh, we will catch you on the next episode where we will have more entertaining information and not UFO reports that report no UFOs. So until next time, peace. <laughs>